they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please make sure you subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Also, follow me on all social media at mbills314. If you would like to send me an email with any questions, comments, or concerns, or just maybe a, simply an email of encouragement, you can send that to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Now, for those of you who may be new to this podcast, I thank you for tuning in for the very first time. Maybe you got here through a Facebook link, maybe an Instagram link, or maybe a friend or a cousin or somebody sent you this. But however you got here, thank God that you're here and you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident. I will encourage you to subscribe to it and share this with everyone on your social media that you know. Now, today I want to talk about something that uh, is rarely talked about, and uh, I'm going to tell you what sparked it. Um, I currently live in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, recently, even now and within the last couple of weeks, uh, there have been a lot of um, human trafficking rumors and also some that are not rumors Um, but there has been uh, some vehicles that have um, I've been told that have been spotted around the city that seems to be following women, young women, old women, that really don't matter the age and they're trying to um, people believe they're trying to kidnap these women and um, it made me want to have a discussion about it because you know these type of things have to be discussed everywhere within our churches, within our homes, everywhere. And as you know, what we like to do on this podcast, we like to look at the scriptures to see if the scriptures has anything to say about, you know, our current climate, our current condition, current things that we're dealing with. And um, one thing that I noticed that this human trafficking and sex trafficking thing has done recently is spark fear in the hearts of men and women, sparked fear in the hearts of husbands pertaining to their wives and daughters, it has sparked fear in uh, the women. God doesn't want us to be afraid of anything or anybody. And uh, that fear, you know, can paralyze some people to the point to where people don't want to go out and enjoy life. They don't want to do anything because they're afraid or concerned, you know, that oh, I might get kidnapped. While these things are very true, human trafficking is an issue in our country. Sex trafficking is an issue in our country. Yet and still, God does not want us to live in fear. And um, we're going to look at these things today and we're going to define human trafficking and what it is and what it is not and um, human trafficking is the trade of humans for the purpose of forced labor sexual slavery or commercial sexual exploitation for the trafficker or others this may encompass providing a spouse in the context of forced marriage or the extraction of organs or tissues including for surrogacy human trafficking can occur within a country or transnationally. Human trafficking is a crime against the person because of the violation of the victim's rights of movement through coercion and because of their commercial exploitation. Human trafficking is the trade in people, especially women and children, and does not necessarily involve the movement of the person from one place to another. Forced labor alone, one 
component of human trafficking generates an estimated 150 billion dollars in profits per annual as sick as that is and i remember just reading on these things before i you know decided to do an episode on it it made me sick you know not physically sick but just the thought of a human being wanting to do something like that to another human being you know and the only explanation i can come to is that the person has to be demon possessed like you no human being in their right mind can kidnap another human being and say hey i'm going to put you know make you my sex slave i'm gonna you know like it, it just doesn't make sense you know so that's how i know these people are demonically influenced turn to second timothy chapter one and uh, if you haven't already you sh- if you have daughters or nieces um you should have a conversation with them about this situation not you know not you don't have to be in my city because this is happening all over the country teach your daughters your nieces and everyone you know even your wives or whatever just to you know remain wise you know if you're walking on the street like don't have your head down in your phone i know i sound old <laughs> but that's the truth i mean we really do have to be you know street smart well um second timothy chapter one verse seven it says for god has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power love and self-discipline again for god has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity but of power love and self-discipline god said this is the spirit that he's given us he didn't give us a spirit of fear see fear is a spirit so these type of things will try to grab hold of a person fear will grip you fear will paralyze you god does not want us living in fear and you may say, well, how does he want us living? Because if if human trafficking is going on, you know, in my backyard, I'm not supposed to be afraid. No, you're supposed to be wise. Yeah, God. Yeah, it doesn't matter the situation. God doesn't want us living in fear. Because if we live in fear, then that means we're going to pump that fear into people around us, pump that fear in our children. And, and we just don't want that. We want to live in peace and confidence in the Lord at all times. But like I said, we have to be wise. It doesn't mean, yo, I'm confident in, in the Lord, so I'm just going to, you know, do something strange. Like, you can't do that. I'm just going to walk down this street at 2 o'clock in the morning by myself to prove my faith. No, that may prove something wrong with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you don't. We don't do that. So that's not what I'm talking about. So I don't want anyone to get offended when, you know, you may hear me say, don't be afraid. Because it's not me saying it. I'm just echoing what the word of God has said, what the word of God is saying. He's not saying don't be concerned because we should be concerned, but not afraid, not living in fear. Okay, so he said he didn't give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love and self-discipline. Let's go to uh, Psalms 56. Verse three says, but when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. See, he's not saying the opportunities of fear and fright and all these things won't come on us. He's saying that he didn't give us that spirit, number one. And when it comes and if it comes to put our trust in him instead of in that fear. Like, wait a minute. Lord, protect me as I'm out and about. Protect my front and my back. Watch over me. You know, protect me from seen as well as unseen dangers. I mean, the Lord has protected you that's listening to me. 
the Lord has protected you and me from things that we do not even know about. He didn't even allow certain things to even come in our way. That's how good of a God that he is. Now, there are things that we've all witnessed and seen before our eyes and it didn't come near us. But there are some things that we didn't even see in our eyes. Only God saw it, but he blocked it. So God wants us to continue to put our trust and faith in him, regardless as to what's going on. Remember, it says the just shall live by faith, trust and confidence in God and in his word. Let's go to uh, Isaiah 41. Look at verse 10. It says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. He didn't say just with his right hand. Now I'm reading out the New Living Translation. He said with his victorious right hand is translated. So God said he's going to strengthen us. He told us not to be discouraged. And you have to understand that even though this is the book of Isaiah, he's talking to a particular person. This applies to the universal child of God. So that means that, you know, God is not going to tell one person in the Bible, I'm with you. But then when it comes to us, you know, he fickle. <laughs> no, he don't do that. He don't do that. What he does for one man, he'll do for the next. He may not do it the same way he did it for the next man. But the principle is, is that God is no respecter of persons. What he done for one, he would do for another. If he delivered one man coming down this route, when it comes to the next man, it does not mean that he's going to deliver that man coming out of that route. But it does mean that he's going to deliver the man. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I don't want you to get caught up in the methodology of how is God going to do it. Just know that God is going to honor his word as he always does. And you may be saying, well, if God is God, if he's so good, how come he just don't stop all the sex traffickers and the men who want to do this to children and women? Because we're all free moral agents. We're not robots. We're not puppets. You know, the Bible says that the heart of man is deceitfully wicked. That's why we all have to be born again. And our hearts is, is evil because we're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. That's why the Bible says that we need to be born again by believing on and confessing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And after that, he says you need to renew your mind because your spirit just gets saved. But your mind may still be thinking some of the same crazy stuff. So he wants us to renew our minds in his word. So our thinking can be straight. You know what I'm saying? It's like putting on a, 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 a shirt out of the dirty clothes hamper and putting cologne over it. it yo, you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to work. Sure, it's a shirt, but it's dirty. Not only is it dirty, you putting cologne on it. That ain't going to work. Now, I've been there before. You know what I'm saying? So I know what I'm talking about. We all probably been there before. You know, back in the day, throwing on shirts and, you know, I, man, I got to wear this shirt and they ain't going to notice. Oh, people notice, you know. So when it comes to, you know, walking with God, you want to renew your mind. You don't want to be, you know, saying, hey, I gave my life to the Lord, but you still think the same way because all those things, you know, just won't come off good. So that's the reason why human trafficking is going on. Men are evil. The hearts of men are evil. And men, and when I say men, I'm really talking about mankind, even though the male man in particular is doing, you know, the human trafficking of women and children. But mankind need to get their hearts. We have to 
return our hearts back to our creator you know so that's why you see all this evil going on that's why you see the man you know in thousand oaks california i uh, believe that uh shot up the bar like you seeing all these shootings going on in our country and and we don't understand it i don't understand it but like i said before america is a democracy the people vote this is not a monarchy so if the president, the Congress, and all those who are in these positions of authority, which is why God tells us to pray for them, if they're they're allowing these laws, they put these laws into place. God didn't do it, but that's why we have to pray to the Lord to intervene to touch the hearts of men who are in power. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is not going to just, you know. Arbitrarily, just hey, I'm I'm just gonna put the law in place. No, this it ain't gonna work. God will never violate His word. This is how the this is how He set the earth up. We have the law of gravity. You know, we have the law of aerodynamics. We have so many different laws. Now, of course, you know, those are not governmental laws. But I'm just saying the laws that are in Earth. Period. But you know, governmental laws. You know, those are things we set in place, and then people within this country vote on those things. Now, I don't know how I got on voting, I guess, because we just got finished voting <laughs> this past Tuesday. If you didn't vote, vote next time. I'm not going to put you, uh, make you feel bad, but I encourage you to vote. And if you're one of those people who say you don't believe that your vote counts, but if that was the case, if our votes didn't count, then why were they trying so hard for so long, for so many years to keep us from voting? Because if our votes didn't count, if our votes didn't matter, why not just let everybody vote? Why not just let women vote and let the black people vote? Why try to keep them from voting? Because the votes mattered. They matter. Now, they ain't saying that, that's not saying that things might not try to, people try to manipulate, might not try to manipulate the system. Sure, that'll happen. But we got to do better. I don't know how I got, yes, I do. I do know how I got on that. Talking about sex trafficking and men and people want to know why this guy allow these certain things to go on and uh we just have to understand that you know these things that we set in place america is not the only place in the world this is a big world we're one of many countries and if you go to other countries sure they got their issues too everybody got the issues you ain't gonna be able to escape the issues but sometimes in other countries their issues are not issues they may have their things you know together when it comes to health care and all these other things but hey those are things that that particular system set up in place and they got their own prayers that they're asking god for and you know offering up to god and wanting god's deliverance on within that particular country so you know we need to continue to stand on god's word and Know that God's word is true. He, he's not going to fail us ever, ever. You don't ever have to worry about that. He will never fail us. You can't find nowhere in the Bible where God has failed at anything. Macchiato's music and the scriptures and the scripture 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 and the scripture.
your face. I took advantage of your love. Now I'm in an empty place. James chapter 5 verse 17 it says Elijah 
was as human as we are. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. Yeah, you read it right. Elijah prayed that no rain would fall and it didn't rain for three and a half years because of a man's prayer. That's why I start off saying he was as human as we are, meaning that he wasn't he wasn't no uh, high and mighty anything. Mm -mm. He just had faith in God. So I use this scripture to say that if a man's prayer, a man's faith can stop rain from falling, why can't our prayers stop human trafficking? What makes us think that if we pray, God can't deliver these women and these children from human and sex trafficking? Because see, even though I was discussing and we was talking about, you know, the reason why there's human trafficking and men's hearts are evil, that's the truth. But you can't keep a man's heart from being evil because we're born that way. But prayer can do some powerful things. And I know we just got out, out of our series on prayer one-on-one. But I'm telling you, when you're reading this stuff on the news, or looking at these things on the news, reading articles, looking at Facebook Live videos of people testimonies and YouTube clips and all these things, don't you think for one second that the enemy has the upper hand on anything? That's why God doesn't want us to be fearful because if we have fear, fear, like I said, will paralyze us and we won't pray. We will just be fearful and try to think of all these human tactics and what we can do. No, you see the problem. We pray against the problem and we use wisdom. And that's it. Don't we can't get focused on when God gonna do it, when God gonna No. We can pray that God can deliver these women, children, and some men in some cases out of the hands of these sex traffickers. We can pray their hearts, these men and these men hearts who are wicked. We can pray and God can intervene and bring these men down to their knees to where they repent. See, God can do that with our prayers. I was saying that he, he's not just going to just do it just just because he's God. No, he we is prayer, fervent prayer. Psalms 82 verse 4. It says, rescue the weak and the needy, deliver them from the hand of the wicked. That's a prayer in Psalms 82 verse 4 that David prayed. Proverbs 31 verse 8 and 9, it says, open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. See, the mute can't talk. So God is saying he wants us to speak up for them. All he's saying is he wants us to speak up for those who can't speak up for themselves. Notice how he says, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Notice how it says it didn't say God is going to defend it. God has a heart for the poor. God has a heart for all of humanity, but he's not. He but he can't physically. He's not going to physically physically come down and defend their rights. That's where we come involved you see what i'm saying god is not one-sided on anything god hates abortion god hates same-sex marriage but god also hates racism he also hates the mistreatment of the poor and the needy god cares about all things so don't think nothing is one-sided with him ezekiel 34 verse 16 it says i will seek the lost and i will bring back the strayed I will bind up the injured and I will strengthen the weak and the fat 
and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. God loves justice. God cares about those who are weak and those who are injured. People who are involved in human trafficking are weak and they're injured. God cares about them. That's why we can pray against it. We got to do both. Got to pray and got to use wisdom as we out here maneuvering in these streets and going about and going about our daily lives. I've heard someone say, man, I'm finna just stay strapped up, get my wife a strap, and we just gonna go at it. All right, so so what you gonna do? So you just gonna start firing off at somebody that looks suspicious? You can't place your trust in the firearm. That's the problem we got now. And I'm not against guns, but I'm against guns having people. At this point, guns are having people. People aren't, people aren't having guns. You just got to use wisdom and prayer. And listen, on a serious note as well, if you know anyone or if you may be suspicious of anybody that may be a part of human trafficking or sex trafficking in your area, I found this hotline and I called it to confirm to make sure it was legit and it is. It's the National Human Trafficking Hotline. The number is one 373 7888 once again the number for the national human trafficking hotline is 1-888-373-7888 give that number a call if you know somebody or suspicious of someone may be in something like that because it's a cold game and i just read you the what's the number 150 billion dollars it's a cold world. We have to pray and honor God. We got to. You know, I know it's a lot of things going on in our nation with the president and all that. Listen, yo, pray and stop saying prayer don't work because prayer is not an event. That's why people, I think, well, all we do is pray over you because you think prayer is an event. It's not an event. You're going to be praying for the rest of your life. This is a marathon. We're praying. Not I have prayed. We're praying there are going to be continuous issues as long as we in this earth going on that we're going to have to continue to pray for that God intervenes. This podcast has been a blessing to you. Please share this with your family and your friends. Oh, you almost forgot to mention. Uh, I just recently did my first interview. I did a, a bunch of interviews, actually, but the first one that I'm going to um, upload and it's already uploaded now. So you can actually go and check it out. It's with National Gospel Recording Artist Diedrich Haddon. I am starting a new segment to the podcast. Um, as you always hear me play, you know, the lady comes on and she says, you know, please flip the side B. And then we go on and finish the message. Well, I have a different segment that's only going to be four interviews. And that particular segment is called The B-Sides. So basically, it's Macchiato's music and the scriptures, but it's just going to be called The B-Sides. And when you see that, it's strictly interviews. Um, God is opening up doors for me and I'm having an opportunity to uh, interview some pretty amazing people. And all these people won't be uh, gospel artists. They're going to be so many different people, um, artists, actors, you name it. And um, yeah, it's called the B-Side. So I want you all to be on the lookout for that. Um, so you may be getting notifications on your phone that may say interview with such and such the B-Sides just know now you know what it is so i thank you all for your continuous support your prayers and all that you're doing to support this podcast um 
And I just think you guys doing some amazing things, opening up some doors. Make sure you continue to spread the word about this podcast because because your followers are my followers and maybe some people on your timeline that may need to hear what's coming through this podcast. Again, make sure you subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. You can follow me on all social media at mbills314. Remember the book of Romans chapter 3 verse 4, the latter verse, let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.